We're here at Revel Cider in Guelph. Tarek's joined us. It's uh, the end of the holiday season, just before New Year's. It's funny because I was here pretty much two years ago to the day, a couple days after you've moved in. Yeah. A little different now. Tell yeah. me a little bit of where we are and what you're doing here. For sure. So um, since you were here last, uh, we got a few more barrels. Um, we're up to about 50 now. I don't know if we've gotten any more tanks since you last uh, came in. We've definitely gotten some piecemeal here and there, but uh, I can't remember exactly um, what was in here when you were here. But um, some racks and stuff as well. So yeah, we're just uh, we're packaging a lot more. We were gearing up for a retail store open, which is now uh, online. So it's all in all. 100% online store. Walking in, the first thing you yeah. notice as you come in on the doors is all of the barrels here. And this is obviously your sort of end of the line production for what you're doing in the barrel aging process. You come out with content all the time. What do you have here that I guess maybe over the next year or two you're going to be looking at releasing? For sure, yeah. So we've got um, a couple barrels with some fruit in them. Um, a couple barrels of cider with uh, crabapple pomace in them. So we um, hooked up with a forager this year and he's been finding, um, he finds everything. He <laughs> uh, to give you an example, he, got, he almost got arrested once for um, trespassing on a uh, farmer's field and picking apples. <laughs> Uh, but they were just crab apples. It was okay in the end. But yeah, he's found like really, really tannic pear varieties, which are pretty exciting. We actually just took that out of barrels uh, a couple weeks ago. And so that's conditioning right now for a release in the next few months. Yeah, what else have we got here? We've got a couple spirit barrels still. Um, some tequila barrels with elderberries, uh, for example. And um, uh, some barrels just with, uh, with perry. Perry and Chardonnay barrels seems to be a really, really nice mix. Um, that we've had going for a little while now and yeah just a just a bunch of uh, one-off projects and then you walk a little further and you get to your canning and packaging process here yeah so uh, this this area of the cidery is all um, it's packaged product but uh, for the most part unlabeled um, so a lot of these bottles are conditioning um, a lot of these cans are conditioning as well too um, we don't have a bright tank big enough to uh, force carbonate large batches so when we do packaging runs that are larger we just condition them 100% and we find that definitely um, gives you a better carbonation mouthfeel kind of thing smaller bubbles people talk about that all the time um, yeah so we've got some this, this is like probably the most exciting part of the cidery for me because these are all the things that are be that'll be released in the uh, near future um, so as you can see, we've got some cherry wine, um, Chardonnay and Riesling. Uh, so we are making wine more um, these days. <laughs> uh, the uh, Chardonnay was uh, fermented with Brett. Um, the Riesling was spontaneously fermented. Um, we also have uh, a Riesling Petnat. So we've got one pallet of Riesling there, which was from uh, 2017. And then we've got uh, 2018 Riesling as well that we did in a slightly different bottle, so 750 ml bottle. Um, that nice curved shape though that we have kind of uh, owned. Um, but this is this is a pet mat Riesling with uh, three weeks of skin contact as well, which is super exciting. Um, and, and people may or may not know, you came into the process at a winery, right? And then you did, you moved to cider on your own? Uh, 
Kind of, not 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 quite. So I rented space at West Avenue Cider when I started, okay. um, and so he he wasn't really making wine when I was there, um, but yeah, got into making cider there, and kind of his style when I was there was a little bit more um, just clean and traditional. He's gotten into some of the more funky stuff as uh, years have gone by, but um, so I learned how to make you know filtered cider that was back sweetened. Um, by looking over their shoulders, uh, but coming into our own space, we got to really experiment with uh, different yeast strains, and then eventually landed on um, spontaneous fermentation or, or non-selected yeast fermentation was the uh, was kind of the where we ended up, um, just because those were the things that were tasting best. Um, yeah, and then making wine. We've been making wine for the last few years for sure. Like even when I was at West Avenue, I would make a couple of barrels of Riesling every year. And we would always blend those into cider. Um, so like Oud Blanc, which we've released uh, kind of yearly for the last couple of years, uh, it's Riesling, Perry, and, and Cider blend. Um, but this year, we just said, heck, why not? Let's uh, let's do some wine too. So. And you've got a little bit of space, but uh, again, from the time that we're first here two years ago to now, not that much. Yeah, we filled it out for sure. Um, it's uh, it's definitely exciting to have a lot of uh, a lot of projects on the go, and to just be able to. Do- being able to do a bunch of uh, small lot stuff. And now with the retail store as well, um, we can bottle off whenever we have a new release, a couple hundred liters and, and put that up on the website. And yeah, people can have it at home as well. So It gives people a really good chance to get something that maybe if it was only available at one or two spots yeah. uh, for a week and you know, you're out of town or you didn't know it was there right. uh, to chance to really kind of come back and experience some new things. So that's really good. Why don't we, we'll continue walking on here. What, uh, what's the size of the whole place here? Yeah, so this is an 8,000 square foot warehouse, um, one room as you can see. <laughs> Uh, and we made about 100,000 liters of cider last year, and we split that up into, oh, let's see, maybe 45 different brands over the last year. Um, some of them, you know, brands that we uh, we make more consistently, like Time and Place and Spirit of the Woods, um, but then a lot, a lot of one-offs as well. Um, one thing that's uh, Kind of fun for us for this year so in the last few years what we've done is we just made uh, bulk uh, cider in 5,000 liter vessels and then drawn off a thousand liters at a time and added whatever botanicals or fruit or spices we're going to do in a 1,000 liter vessel but at this point um, we've developed relationships with farmers um, and are able to buy larger amounts of cherries and peaches and things like that so we're now um, fruiting our 5,000 liter tanks so you can even see um, the bottom of the tank that one there for example all that orange is just like peach and uh, nectarine puree that we made in-house from fresh fruit um, pitted them all over a course of a week and then pureed them all but yeah stuff like that is uh, pretty fun these days and there, you, you've grown not only yourself doing all the work here, you've, you've added a couple other people in the process, correct? One, one other person, yeah. Um, so Stephen is now um, helping us with uh, the cider making as well as uh, sales. He's kind of doing a bit of everything just like, just like I do. Um, that's kind of how it goes when you're a small team. But yeah, for now we're a team of two. Um, hoping to bring someone on uh, next year to help with the uh, online store. but. 
we're still kind of we've only been live for two weeks so we uh we're definitely still learning a lot about the online you've got a whole bunch of the thousand liters and the five thousand here how much would you say you typically have uh at a given time yeah probably about a hundred thousand liters um with cider just like with wine you bring in all your fruit when the fruit is ready to harvest so um, you sit on your entire year's inventory um, always essentially uh, and right now um, of course we've had a couple of pressings already because you know it is December um, we tend to get our first pressing of Perry in in October um, or pear juice I should say and then cider kind of uh, starts to come in uh, towards the end of November right through till January so we'll, we'll have one more press in January um, and that'll be it this year. I think this year we might um, we might not press as much cider because uh, until until we get some stainless tanks because there there is an issue with, um, with our tanks are fairly oxidative and we don't want everything to go um, to vinegar essentially. So bringing in like bringing in too much inventory could be a problem if we weren't if we couldn't package it fast enough. And you've, uh, you've always been someone who's uh, done a lot of collaborations with a bunch of people. Can yeah. you tell me, uh, I know the workspace, you've got some involvement with different groups here as well, um, but also the products. For sure, yeah. So um, we've had a, a couple of exciting uh, projects with breweries uh, this year, um, a few different collaborations, but uh, the most exciting thing right now is that we've actually gotten to do some of the collaborations on our end so instead of the brewery getting to release it we get to release some of these um, so one that we did with a uh, bar hop um, bar hops a bar in, in Toronto um, but they also have a brewery in one of their new locations and they um, make a lot of like um, kind of dry barrel aged saisons um, some kvike fermentations as well um, so we actually got some beer, and uh, I might not be remembering this exactly right, but uh, I believe the two barrels of beer that they brought here, um, one of them was fermented with Kvike and another one was a Brett Saison, and we blended that with uh, cider and perry. Um, the cider portion actually was a swath, so cider aged on strawberries, cherries, and gamay skins. And then we also, the peri portion was aged on Riesling skin, so there's just a lot of fruit in this whole batch. Um, but we put that into 750 ml bottles, and we're going to be hopefully releasing that uh, towards the end of January. It's tasting really, really nice, and we'll do a, a little event with, with Bar Hop at their bar as well when we release it. Um, and then we've got a, a collaboration with uh, Burdock as well, um, another brewery in Toronto. Uh, they do some uh, a bunch of different uh, delicious beers, but I think they're probably most known for their grape uh, beer hybrids. Um, but what we did actually was they had a beer that they made um, kind of in collaboration with their chef in-house, so they fermented it with um, a sourdough starter. And so the beer itself had some cool um, kind of bready aromatics, but they didn't really know what to do with that. Um, so I went down and we, we tried the beer in their uh, barrel uh, warehouse and then they brought the beer up here and we blended it with Time and Place, our cider that we age on uh, crabapple pomace. Um, and just like the addition of the apple acidity and, and very light tannin um, with the beer that of course was barrel aged, so had tannin on its own as well has kind of given us like a real, um, a real nice crusher. 
Um, we'll also put that into into 750ml bottles, and and Burdock will do a label for it, but we'll release it. And uh, yeah, so those are those are probably two of the most exciting collaborations that we have on the go here. Um, we're trying to get something going with Rosewood as well. We've got a lot of um, Rosewood Winery in Niagara. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of our grapes came from there this year, um, namely Riesling. Um, but we also brought in a lot of skins from them as well. So the Gamay skins I mentioned earlier and the Riesling skins also came from them. Um, but yeah, I haven't quite figured out what, what that collaboration looks like yet. We're at the end of 2018, going into 2019. Uh, did you have something that you really liked this past year that you're hoping to, to bring back next year and you would encourage someone to really take a chance and have a, have a try on it? Definitely. Um, there's a couple things for sure. Um, Luna, our orange wine release. Um, so we made orange wine, orange wine just being white wine made like a red wine. So white wine with white grape skin contact. Um, we also put crab apples into our orange wine, which uh, I thought was a, a nice uh, addition for a cidery to do. If you know a cidery is going to make wine, why not? <laughs> um, but that was a really gorgeous uh, release, super textural, um, kind of had this like warmth to it almost, but not boozy. Um, it also had like a like those green pepper pyrazine kind of notes to it too, and that was really, really just a cool release, super textural. Um, we also did uh, some Petnat, um, so we called it Soma, and last year we did, uh, so the, the, the fun thing with our Petnat was that we actually put 4,000 liters of juice outside, let it freeze in the winter, mm. concentrated to 1,000 liters, and then um, fermented that and packaged it Petnat style, finishing the fermentation in the bottle so it's naturally carbonated and no, no sulfur whatsoever um, or filtration or, or preservatives for that matter. Um, and that turned out to be a really, really cool product. It's got some texture. It's actually got some residual sweetness because um, the fermentation didn't quite finish the whole way through. Which can happen when you're having when you have a higher ABV fermentations, um, they start to stress the yeast out, and because we of course concentrated this juice four times, it ended up around 12%. <laughs> um, but it's a really cool natural way, way to keep some of those residual apple sugars um, without the use of preservatives or anything else or filtration. Um, so Stoma was a super exciting release for us, and we'll definitely release um, some more again next year if we get the right conditions this winter. Yeah, so you've got some juice hiding outside is what you're saying somewhere. Not yet, not, not yet. yet. We're, we're hoping to do that for the January pressing. Um, today is super warm, so had we put some juice outside, it would probably would have finished fermenting. Fair. And uh, I guess as we wrap up, uh, where can people find more information and where do they get Revel now? Yeah, for sure. So um, we're still selling to you know your your bars and restaurants in uh, different uh, different cities across the province. Um, but if you're in Ontario and you'd like to buy it for home consumption, you can go to RevelCider.ca. Um, we're hoping to figure out some better uh, shipping discounts next year. But right now we're doing $15 flat rate shipping on uh, full cases of either six or 12 bottles. Um, or free shipping on orders $150 or more. Excellent, and I wish you all the best as we go into 2019. Thanks so much, appreciate that.